Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm always so happy that you're here listening. So this week, we're going to be talking about exercise, okay? And I know I've talked about exercise before, but I actually ran across this great article by Precision Nutrition, and they were talking about what to do when you hate to exercise. And I thought, what a great podcast episode, because I know many of you listening don't like to exercise, right? I've heard from you. You've told me that. I also know that some of you do like to exercise. So I just figured this would be a good topic. And maybe if you don't like to exercise, it'll give you some ideas. Okay. So, and by the way, I'm not going to try to convince you to exercise, which is a kind of a plot twist, right? So listen up and maybe you'll get some new ideas. All right. So, you know, when you hear the word exercise, what do you do? Do you perk up like a little puppy when they see a new ball? Or do you cringe and go into a mental temper tantrum? (laughs) Okay. For me, I actually really loved exercise. I love how it feels. I like to do everything. I like everything about it. But I don't always feel like super excited or in the mood to do it. Okay. There's a difference between loving it and always being ready to do it. You know, I'm not always ready. Like right this moment, the thought of getting up and working out is is quite taxing actually. So just because I like it doesn't mean I want to do it every second of my of my day. Okay. So, and I got to say, usually it does take me like just getting up and moving or else, you know, I can totally talk myself out of it. Anyway, I don't want you to think I like am Miss Perfect when it comes to exercise. Just totally not. Okay. Well, I understand that not everyone loves exercise. Okay. It's totally understandable because many people have had poor experiences around exercise or, or maybe they just didn't grow up with exercise being a part of their daily life. So here are some reasons. Okay. And these are from the article and I've added my own little twist to some of them, but here are some reasons why people may not like to exercise. Okay. So first up, an obvious one is past experiences. So if your fitness memories, you know, include being in PE class and always being the last one picked for whatever team, dodgeball, soccer, basketball, any of those things, then probably you're not a huge fan, right? It has like this icky, like old feeling of being rejected. Or maybe you have a past experience of falling on the soccer field in front of the entire boys team and everyone laughing at you. Or maybe you just feel embarrassed about how your body looks, okay, or your coordination at the gym. You really might just prefer to stay away from anything that resembles those past experiences. And I can say, though, that you can get over those past experiences. I did. When I was in elementary school, I know that was a long time ago, but it was an impressionable age. I was the chubby one. Girls made fun of me, boys picked on me, and I was totally uncoordinated in PE and on the playground. Or at least I thought I was. 
actually, I was just scared to show my potential. I actually really liked um, that or acted like I couldn't kick a ball, okay, or catch a ball or swing on the monkey bars just because I didn't want to have the chance of someone laughing at me. So I just pretended I couldn't do it. Isn't that weird? (laughs) But it's just true. And I think a lot of people do that. A lot of people just act like they're not coordinated or act like they can't do something just to avoid the situation. And I know that's what I did when I was younger. So I lacked confidence even back in the third grade. Okay. Luckily though, I was forced to try out for volleyball in middle school. I was terrified, but that completely changed my whole life in many ways. And part of that was making me learn to love exercise. So another reason people may despise exercise is the fear of pain. Okay. (laughs) Nobody wants pain, but for a lot of people, they do associate exercise with pain. Certain forms of movement may hurt or they may remember certain movements feeling painful in the past. And some people are worried about, you know, making chronic pain worse or old injuries worse or existing health conditions worse. And I understand that. I work with a lady now that is very nervous about going for a walk. She does have a bad knee, okay? And she's worried that if she goes for a walk, it's going to hurt and she'll be, you know, out away from her house and not be able to get back. So yes, that's actually a legitimate fear, but there are definitely some ways around this, okay? So fear of pain, okay? Discomfort, okay? This is a little different than pain. So pain is like, being worried that it's actually going to like physically hurt you in a, in a bad way, you know, like injure you. And discomfort though is like just not feeling comfortable. So some dislike the feeling of movement, you know, like breathing hard or getting sweaty or feeling like that burn in your muscles. So especially people that maybe are in larger bodies or have some kind of disability, or like I said, old injury. Okay. They may find exercise equipment really uncomfortable or group classes may just feel even more uncomfortable or just not suited for them. So on top of physical discomfort, this can trigger feelings of shame and being out of place. Okay. This is how I felt as a kid. I just didn't fit in and therefore I did not like the thought of looking bad and I didn't want to also feel bad. Right. It's funny though, because now I actually love to feel the burn in my chest, like from my heart rate going up. Um, And I love to be extra sweaty. I mean, it's the best, but not everyone feels like that. Then another, you know, reason people may not like to exercise is perception. When exercise is treated like a chore or punishment or some sort of test, okay, some people just may opt out altogether. And I'm sure you've heard people say things like, you won't see me running unless there's a bear behind me. Well, People misunderstand the potential and opportunity that they have with exercise simply due to their perception of what it's supposed to be like. Okay, if you maybe, you know, just remember being in a sport and always having, you know, sprints or push-ups or whatever the exercise was as punishment, you may always associate it as punishment instead of realizing that actually it's to better you and to make you stronger and to ultimately feel better. Some people may not like exercise because of their identity, okay? Some people just simply don't like the fitness culture. 
They don't want to be a gym rat or part of the gym cult, so to, sp- so to speak. They prefer to be identified in just other ways. So I'm going to pick on my daughter again. You know, I like to pick on her in the podcast. <laughs> um, she is an example. She's a singer, kind of actress, artsy, you know, in the theater world. And she just doesn't like anything to do with the fitness world. She, I mean, she just doesn't like it. She doesn't like the clothes. She doesn't like ponytails. She doesn't like the shoes. She doesn't like sports bras. She doesn't want to be associated with being a fitness person at all. Now, does this drive me totally bonkers? (laughs) You know it. Yes, it does. Partly it bothers me because I love it and I would love to connect with her more on this level. But I also respect that she too has some of these perceptions and uncomfortable past experiences that have led her to feel this way. Okay. And we're working on it. So I think it's totally hundred percent understandable that someone who had one or more of those thoughts or experiences wouldn't want to exercise. I get it. But I also think that exercise is completely misunderstood. Okay. I really do. So keep listening if you hate it, because I just might give you some ideas that will change your mind. So yes, I admit, I like being in the fitness culture. I mean, I wouldn't have made my entire career around it if I didn't, right? But I don't love it in the way that many people view it, okay? I love going to gyms. I love meeting new people. Um, I love having the camaraderie and the gym family available to me and the support. And, And, you know, I'm an instructor and trainer, so I love leading that, but I also like being a part of it. So... Um, I love going, you know, like I said, meeting people at the gym that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Most of the people in my life now that I'm friends with or have known for the last, you know, 15 to 20 years, I've met through some sort of fitness situation, whether I was teaching a class and met them through the gym or whether I was a participant at a gym and met somebody, you know, else that was also a member. Most of the people in my world are from the fitness arena in some way. But, you know, for some, for some people, they don't really want to meet more people or be a part of a gym family. And that's totally cool. That's where homework, home workouts and, um, you know, Zoom workouts or video workouts or just having somebody create a workout plan for you. That's where those come in handy. But if someone perceives exercise as painful or as a punishment, they're definitely not going to exercise at home alone, right? So let's talk about some strategies to help exercise seem a little less daunting or evil. Now, the first strategy is going to shock you when I say this. The first strategy is stop trying to exercise. Like what? What'd she say? Yeah. Is this, is this working? Did I hear her right? Yes. Stop trying. Just stop trying to exercise. If you don't think you like to exercise or if you really hate to exercise, stop. It sounds kind of weird for, you know, someone like me, a health and wellness coach to tell you to stop trying to exercise. But here's the thing. If you hate it and all you're doing is beating yourself up because you aren't doing it enough, then just stop worrying about it. I know, weird, right? But here's the thing. If you just don't move at all, right? If you're like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to be an exerciser. I'm just not doing it. And you just let yourself not move. Okay, if you say to yourself that you don't have to move or exercise at all, I have a feeling you're going to realize that you actually need some movement. If you allow yourself, let's say for a week and to just lay in bed and watch movies all like the whole time, I bet 
that you'll have some desire at some point to get up and move your body. Our bodies actually need movement and so does our mind. So officially exercising or working out doesn't have to be your thing, but I know that if you don't move at all, at some point you will crave any kind of movement. Think about it. Think about like how we feel after sitting in a car ride. Maybe you're going on a road trip and you've been sitting for four hours and it's finally time to get gas and you get up and you're like, oh, thank goodness I can get up and move. You know, your hips get tight and your back hurts and you know, you just got to get moving and get some blood flowing. I mean, right? Do you feel like that? Because I do. In fact, if you've been with me for a while, you may you may remember that one of the things I used to do with my kids, and now I'm starting to realize that maybe this is why they don't like exercise. We would stop to get gas <laughs> and I would make everybody do jumping jacks and like knee lifts and butt kickers and like push-ups against the car. And, and like, and now as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, Maybe that is why they don't like it because they thought it was punishment. But I was like, no, we're going to all feel so good. So this was back, you know, a while ago. I wouldn't do that now. And my teenagers obviously would not participate. When they were little, they would do it, but begrudgingly. So anyway, if you don't move at all, if you give yourself permission to not move at all, guess what I bet you're going to want to do? You're going to want to move. Okay. So if here's another thought. If you refuse to work out or exercise or, you know, try to focus on other ways to improve your health besides exercise. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like stop trying to exercise. There are other ways to improve your health. So maybe you need to focus on your nutrition or focus on your stress management, or maybe focus on your sleep, getting better quality sleep. Find other ways to improve your health. Not everyone has to be somebody who exercises regularly. Okay. And I'll I'll explain more of that later. But here's another thought around stop trying to exercise. What if you make a bucket list? Have you ever done that where you just sit down and start listing out all the things that you want to do before you die? Okay. You just might realize that in order to do all of the things you want to do, you'll have to be able to walk or move your body in some manner. So if you want to visit all the national parks in the United States, for example, which is something I want to do, you might want to be able to walk so you can take hikes and enjoy the scenery. Or maybe you want to visit the Great Wall of China, for example. You'll want to be able to walk and take steps so that you can really enjoy seeing all the views from that. So after you make your bucket list and review it, it might just inspire you to look at exercise in a different way so that you'll be able to do the things on your bucket list. Okay, this may be more inspiring than trying to fit into a bathing suit or buy a new pair of smaller pants. Okay, when you look at how exercise can improve your life and what it can do to help you have a more quality, longer life, you might not hate it as much. Okay. All right. So the first strategy was stop trying to exercise. And those were just some things to think about. Okay. And I mentioned, you know, just stop trying, quit beating yourself up and focus on something else, you know, focus on something else, your health, uh, you know, for nutrition or stress or whatever, and then consider making that bucket list to see why you might need some exercise. Okay. Strategy two is aim for movement rather than exercise. And I've said this probably a million times on the podcast and with my clients and on my Facebook, you know, movement is actually better for your metabolism than just a ton of exercise. Okay. People who 
over-exercise, over-exercise, constantly like overdoing it, actually have a harder time balancing their metabolism or having a flexible metabolism versus people who just move a lot, okay? So instead of trying to be, you know, all into working out, especially if you don't want to, how about you just aim to slightly increase the ways you already move? If you already walk your dog in the morning for their morning poo, why not go an extra five to 10 minutes? So it's good for you and it's good for Fido. Or if you already walk your trash cans out to the street on Monday night for it to be collected in the morning, why not make it a time to get in a brisk walk? Okay. Or maybe throw in a couple walking lunges on the way back from taking the trash cans to the street. Okay. So another thought is, so, so I'm sorry, just, I'm going to repeat that. Just add more movement to what you're already doing. Maybe you take the steps at work. So maybe instead of, you know, taking the steps only in the morning, maybe you do it at lunch and at, you know, after work, or maybe you just for the heck of it, go one flight higher and back down just to get an extra set of stairs. Anything you're already doing, just add more of it. Even if it's just a little bit more. Okay. Remember little things add up, little movements, little steps all add up. Okay. Here's something else. Look into what you do most inactively. Okay. What is your favorite activity that is inactive? Okay. And then build activity around that. So some examples would be maybe you love to read. Okay. Maybe you're one of these people that read, you know, book a week. Okay. That is not me. I do like a book a month, maybe on a good year. Okay. But let's say you like to read. So how can you make that inactive activity, right? It's inactive because you're sitting down to read most likely. What can you do to make activity around that? Well, maybe um, instead of ordering books on Amazon or on your, uh, you know, tablet thingy, maybe you actually like get a library card and then walk to the library. Or if there's not a library in walking distance, you know, go to the library and park at the end of the parking lot and walk in and then walk around the library looking at books. Okay. So get a library card. Yeah. Old school and go walk around the library. You might find even more books that you want to read. Okay. Uh, How about this? If you like to cook, so this is a little bit different. Cooking is somewhat inactive, right? Although you do stand. So there's a touch of activity there. How about focusing on cooking more and cooking healthier recipes? Okay. When you cook healthier and better food, it actually is going to inspire you to move more. You know why? Because if you're eating healthier, you're going to have more energy. And when you have more energy, you're going to actually want to get up and move more. Okay. One more or a couple more um, examples are, let's say that you like beer. Okay. I mean, I love some beer, but what you could do is maybe take a walking tour of all the breweries in an area or, you know, go on the weekend and to your downtown area. If you have one, I know we have one in Greensboro. There's quite a few breweries and you could like maybe do a little pub crawl. Yeah. Is it healthy to go drink beer at every place? No, but maybe you just have a half pour and then you're walking. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. Find your most inactive favorite thing 
and build activity around it. One more thing would be if you love to look at flowers or maybe look at different birds, you could go to a local arboretum and just walk around, check out all the flowers and look out for birds. And you could do that all year round to see all of the different foliage and the different kinds of birds that are around. Okay. So just remember that everything counts. All movement goes towards your exercise goal. So aim for movement rather than exercise. If you hate to go to the gym, if you hate to do the typical working out, just aim for more movement. It all counts. Okay. So strategy three is maybe just do less. Okay. Let's say that you hate exercising, but you're doing it anyway. You don't maybe have to do as much as you think. So do less. According to the CDC physical activity guidelines, adults should aim to get 150 to 300 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity a week, 150 to 300 minutes a week. Okay. So if you break that down, that's 22 to 43 minutes a day of activity. Okay. So what you could try to do is break your goal the goal of 22 to 43 minutes a day into smaller, more manageable pieces. So if we only need 22 to 43 minutes, you could say, okay, I'm going to start with 22 minutes. I'm going to break up that 22 minutes into four, uh, what is it? About five and a half minute exercise sessions. That's totally doable. So how about every couple of hours you get up and go walk around your office or house for five minutes? Okay. You could totally do that take the stairs. Maybe you could just like take the stairs a few times, maybe do some wall push-ups or some squats, move your body for five minutes, four times throughout the day. Is Come on. Is that doable? Totally doable, right? Now to remember to do it, you might actually have to set a timer or an alarm on your phone because otherwise, if you haven't done this before, you might forget to do it. So it's all about just setting little habits and actions and reminders to get you to do it. Okay. So many people start out way too hard or too fast or with too much. Okay. So how about just start small and build up instead of starting with um, the minimum requirement of 22 minutes. Maybe you just say, you know what, I'm going to start with five minutes. You can walk for five minutes and then add a minute like every week or every month. I mean, it's your choice. You can literally start with just five minutes and build up to that 22 minute um, minimum exercise requirement. Okay. Start with something small and absolutely doable. Okay. You've got to be willing and it's got to be doable to ever reach your goals. Okay. So figure out something that's doable. And I I really do think too many people think if they can't do a 45 minute spin class that they just shouldn't bother doing anything at all. And it's just not true. All movement counts. Okay. Now, if you want to try a spin class, then come find me because I love teaching spin. But You know, I even tell people that come to my spin class, like if you've never done a spin class and you maybe you've only ever walked for 20 minutes and you come to a class that's like a 40 minute class, I even tell people, you know, do what you can. If you need to leave, fine, just make sure you stretch. You know, like it's it's not a big deal. All movement counts. You don't have to be perfect. Just move, move, move. Okay. And then strategy four is just try a bunch of stuff. Okay. If you hate exercise, it's a good idea to just try a bunch of different types of exercise. Maybe you just haven't found what you like the best, okay? I know someone who hated to exercise. So she started taking ballroom dancing and that was totally how she started. But then she realized that it was actually really hard to keep up. 
So that inspired her to start walking more. And then that led her to start walking with just little bursts of running. And now she found out, you know, that she loves running. She had no idea. She just assumed she'd hate running because it looked miserable, right? But now she loves it and she runs 10Ks and half marathons. Okay. All of this made her a better dancer because she could focus on learning the steps of the dances she was learning instead of focusing on catching her breath. Okay. So that's an example of trying something out of the box. You know, you don't have to go take a fitness class at the gym. You don't have to go run. You don't have to, um, you, you know, do the thing that maybe you're picturing in your brain. So what can you try? Um, maybe you want to try an adult karate class. That'd be cool. Or maybe you want to try a dance class or take fencing or rock climbing or ice skating or tennis or, hey, pickleball's big right now. Try that. Well, I don't know. Maybe you want to do water polo. <laughs> I mean, there are so many choices, okay? So an idea would be, and I got this idea from Precision Nutrition, is they they suggested creating a bingo card. Like literally take like a, a bingo card, I mean, you know, or like a piece of paper with a bunch of boxes on it. And in each box, write a different exercise, okay? So maybe it's go for a walk at a new park or take a class or... I don't know, go like, you know, a lot of parks have free fitness classes. I used to teach a boot camp at a park locally. And I know that that particular park has all kinds of stuff. They have Zumba and Pilates. And so maybe, you know, write something down, like check out your local park schedule um, or a senior center or like a local community like place. There's so many places you can get free activities that you can at least give it a try. Okay. So take your time trying each one. And then mark it off. And as you, you know, as you try the, mar- the activities, mark them off the bingo card or circle the ones that you loved because you might find something that sticks that you want to do more often. Okay. Um, and then, of course, I've mentioned my the five minute rule multiple times about all kinds of things. But, you know, give it five minutes. Give an activity at least five minutes and see what happens. You'll either get warmed up and decide eh, it's okay and keep going, or you'll get warmed up and hate it. Either way, you're trying it. And that's a lot. Okay. If you want to keep going, great. If you want to stop, well, Hey, at least you gave it a try and gave it your best effort. Okay. And then last one, strategy five, adjust your expectations. You don't have to love exercise. Okay. You don't have to love it. Um, I just want you to actually think of it as like, uh, yeah, okay, I can do that for 22 minutes. You know, you don't have to love it, but if you know you want to do something good for your body, then find something that you can handle for that minimum of 22 minutes a day, okay? It it doesn't have to be like earth shattering amazing. It just has to be something that you can handle and that you feel good about that is doable, okay? Also, just be nicer to yourself. You're not going to be able to run a fast mile the first time out, or you might have a sore butt after three minutes in a spin class, or you might realize that you need to lift lighter weights than you realized. It's all okay. Lower your expectations for yourself. Then you can gradually improve if you want to, okay? So so I gave you five strategies to think about, right? So strategy one is if you hate exercise and you're continually sleeping, beating yourself up over it, just stop trying and think of other ways to improve your health. Strategy two is aim for movement rather than exercise. There is a difference. 
Now, strategy three is just do less. Remember, 22 to 43 minutes a day is what is recommended. So how can you do that amount? Maybe try breaking it up, okay? Or start small and build up. You can do it. Strategy four, try a bunch of stuff because maybe you just haven't done the thing that will make you love exercising. And strategy five is adjust your expectations. Quit being so hard on yourself. Nobody's perfect. All right. So I hope today gave you some ideas to get moving or to stop moving, depending on how you look at it. So the key thing to remember is that exercise doesn't have to be scary. You don't have to be considered a gym rat to be doing something beneficial for your health. Consider all movement part of your fitness plan. So let me know what you think about exercise. Do you love it or do you despise it? I would love to hear from you. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will catch you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.